I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hi, Brian. Hey, Jeremy. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Where's Taylor? Uh... Probably jerking off. No, you know what he's probably doing? He's probably hanging out with his new puppy. Taylor got a puppy. He got a friggin' puppy. And, and it's I, super cute. Holy shit, it's cute. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're back with you for another another week of Sick Boy, another episode. This is the second episode that we recorded on our trip to Toronto. That's right. Our second Toronto episode. Uh, we had a fantastic time there. And actually, our Chris Hadfield episode, which aired last week. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen. Uh, we, we recorded that at Chris's office, but this episode and the remainder of our Toronto episodes, we recorded at the wonderful Movember headquarters in downtown Toronto. So I just want to take a second and say thank you so much, Movember, for the uh, beautiful space. Uh, if you don't know who they are, they are doing some wonderful work in the, the world of raising awareness for men's health. Uh, definitely check them out. Um, but... We're really excited to bring you this episode because it's the first time we sat down and talked with a real-life fucking robot, <laughs> Rob Spence. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. Today's guest is Iborg. He's a real-life cyborg. Let's talk about it. PayPal or whatever, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get back to the filmmaking in, in, in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to address the elephant in the room sure. that no one who's listening can actually uh, see. No pun intended. Hey, there we go. You're wearing an eye patch. You look like a, a pirate. You've got a sweet I, pi- That actually yeah. is a solid, like, piratey eye patch. It's, it sure is. And uh, little kids love it. Uh mm-hmm. Comic-Con guys dig it. <laughs> uh, women really like it. Yeah, they really? do. It's it's yeah, it's frustrating. Frustrating. Uh, for friends of mine <laughs> when every time it's you know they beeline for you because especially if they're a bit drunk, they go like, "What happened to your eye?" You yeah, know? right. Or they try to grab it. That's that's a classic. Whoa, really? yeah. girl that's move. super yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah, that is real forward. And uh, it's, do most people think you're? You're just like like cosplaying all the time. I, I'd say about twenty to thirty percent of people think I'm like I, when I was waiting around outside for you guys to let me in. You get this sort of coy smile from somebody who's like, "Oh, that's a great costume." You know? <laughs> <laughs> somebody walks by and they're but like, then they accessory." Often, like, think about it and go, "Oh, maybe it's real." So you get a lot, and like, <laughs> I really don't mind. There's there's one eyed people I know that uh, you can go for the prosthetic eye, which I. You know, 
why try to look normal? Mm-hmm. Like, why not just embrace the and what uh, is normal? Badassness really, right? Yeah. It's like, I mean, what what popular television series doesn't have a eye patch character? And think about it: Walking Dead, check. Yeah, <laughs> Game yeah. of Thrones, check. check. Yeah, you know, did Firefly? Someone, I think someone in Firefly had one, didn't they? They all, all yeah, the every shows, show. every yeah. damn show yeah. has an eye patch guy in it. You're that it's, fucking guy in real I'm life. I'm that guy. Yeah, it's that's how I roll. <laughs> so uh, you were saying that women run up and like, how did you lose your eye? I'm gonna yeah. be that woman right now. Okay. How did you lose your eye, Rob? Well, it's every time I tell this story, people don't believe me, and I have to insist. And so then it's a you know, but I don't mind. But so here, here's the here's the story. Uh, when I was a little kid, I was nine years old. And I was visiting my grandparents in Ireland because that's where my parents are from. And uh, my grandpa took me out. He's got some acreage where he lets some cows eat grass. He rents it out. And uh, we were messing around with a shotgun. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> like Ralphie, you yeah, know, yeah, from yeah. Christmas Story. You take your eye out with yeah, that pretty thing, much. Kid. Yeah, that's what happened. You were so that fucking kid. He, the, the problem was that... By the time my dad and my uncle were nine, they were pretty good at using a shotgun. They were shooting pigeons for dinner, pigeon pie. And he wasn't quite being careful enough, especially because I was he, he just very, figured, He just yeah. figured it's generational now. I yeah. mean, dad does it, grandpa does it. It's in his genes. <laughs> and to be fair, I was a pretty rambunctious <laughs> child. So I kind of, he was saying, now wait, no, Robbie, now you hold the gun like this. And I was like, that's no, pretty, give me it. You know, that's and pretty I, good, man. Yeah. yeah Nor- if I had grown up in Northern Ireland, literally, I'd speak Noctave lore. That's really impressive, yeah. actually. That's really yeah, good. and they say stuff like, mind your manners. Or like, you know, <laughs> doesn't matter, Sean. You know, it does matter. <laughs> yeah, like, I love the Northern Irish accent. So he, he was like, wait, Raleigh. And I was like, no, give me it. And, I shot a pile of cow shit. Uh, as you do as in, you do. in Ireland. Yeah. It blew up uh, quite nicely. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Oh, did it actually blow up? Is that I thing? blew up the pile of cow shit. It's a 12-gauge shotgun, so it's, it's not that hardish. It's not like I'm Luke Skywalker shooting the... Uh, oh, okay, I, th- I was picturing like... I was picturing like, shot, I I was picturing like an actual... Uh, like, explosion. I was thinking like, oh, does the, the manure have like a... The manure blew up... <laughs> Like, Nicely. Sh- like shit blowing up if it got shot with a shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> shit literally blew up. Now, here's the problem is when you're holding a gun, you should have the stock against your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I had the stock away and under my shoulder and behind. Oh, so you were, you were like tucking it between your arm yeah, it was, and your Yeah, the and stock your was, was behind me, mm-hmm. and I had my arm over the uh, <clears throat> butt of the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also had seen cowboys in the movies hold their eye right against the gun to get that nice sharp shooting, uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, no. this, is your, this is your first time shooting this gun, I'm imagining. Yeah. And uh, so it just it went haywire and blew back. And I don't know exactly what happened technically, but it, uh, there was a lot of trauma to the eye. And I went to Belfast General Hospital. When you were first, when you first started this story and said that it was a shotgun, I was trying to picture how you shot yourself in the eye <laughs> yeah, so with, a, with, a, a shotgun with a shotgun and didn't lose yeah, the yeah, other half of your, your face, face. Yeah. right? But, yeah, <laughs> your brain still it would have been super a very intact. different day. Yeah. I knew a guy in Belleville who did that, but he survived, and it was Whoa. just yeah, I know he's uh, that's heavy. He so kept, you, kept kept keeping on. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you went to the, the hospital in Belfast. <laughs> Which is where my dad's a doctor and my mom's a nurse, and that's where they met. And they're pretty good at sewing people up in Belfast. I don't know if you know, there's a fairly violent city. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they saved, quote unquote, the eye. Uh, after I ha- that, I had this really weird, here. sorry, I had this really weird thing. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, oh, interesting. Your mom and dad met uh, while both treating your a fucked up eye. Mm-hmm. At the hospital, and I was yeah. like, "Wait, Jeremy, what? No, like, no, how, they, how the fuck? This is this is not a time travel story. Like, <laughs> that would be cool, yeah. mom. You, you had, and you had to go, you had to go through yeah. that again to she get like, your eye blown out, yeah. <laughs> too, so that they yeah. could meet. It's like Time Rider. You guys ever see Time Rider? It's a great film. Anyway. No, no. Uh, but um, but yeah, so they saved the eye. So th- there was many operations after that where they kept putting it back together like there'd be I'd have to go in and and get a new uh, lens like cataract surgery and then mm-hmm. so on and there's I think the fourth or fifth operation they gave me a choice they said you can keep the eye it's it went completely black uh, over the years it it started off some vision uh, legally blind though and eventually just sort of blacked right out it just faded out what's the time on that how, how long from the <laughs> incident to I was uh, it was around 2006 where and also it looked like you know the villain from Casino Royale yeah, yeah. it like, had that white, milky kind <clears throat> of substance I had that yeah I looked like that guy yeah. did you weep blood uh, no Damn it. but uh, that's, that's it was I, I lost a little bit of business because I, de- I decided not, I didn't need a po- eye patch. It looked cool, but it was, it was freaking some people out where it's like, it's kind of like if you have bad teeth or something, people are like, oh, I don't uh, think I want to uh, work with this guy. Right. Yeah, right. And that, that's actually when I decided to start wearing the uh, eye patch. Uh, so 2006, you said that's when the, the vision kind of depleted. It was gone. Yeah, and it, it also was getting swollen and it was junkyard dog, white, white over kind of thing. How old are you now? Uh, forty-three. So you pop, you 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 essentially mashed your eye out, like just tr- shot the pile of shit when you were nine. Yeah, Correct. nine, yeah. all the way up to all the way up to two thousand six. Yeah. You so you had the the eye itself was actually still in there. Yeah. All the way up till it about just 2006. kept deterior- deteriorating over time. I always had trouble with that one. Yeah. Until the point they said, well. You can. You should probably get it out, but there's one more option left. You can get a new cornea, and by new I mean recycled, and by recycled I mean a dead man's cornea. Right. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And so I actually looked into that. Um, the problem was the cornea belonged to a guy who had been killed uh, in jail, who was a rapist. And you can see their memories. And I was like, I I don't know if I want a rapist cornea. Yeah. I just made that part up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's right. I just, yeah. I was like, I was like, that always gets, that always gets it. (laughs) Do you ever, do you ever cycle it out? Do you make up like another Yeah, you can go, you keep going with it. It's just like, it's it's a fun thing I do. I wish you kept that going forever. People get very quiet. They're like, oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? But one of the, but it was coming from one of the guys that was involved in (laughs) 9-11. Oh Jesus! And so I started <laughs> seeing things that I didn't want to see. <laughs> That's great. The, but like that would be insane. I was kind of thinking like you didn't have any other options. There were like the only cornea you can get is from like this one person. Like how how many well, corneas they, they, are they available? Don't, they don't. Um, 
Did you make it up, even the prison thing? Or did, did you know? I the, made that whole no, part the whole up, thing. But, okay. but they did offer me a dead man's cornea and did that, a dead did, woman. Did, and I did don't that know. trip you out? Or was there something about that that weirded you out? Or Well, it's, it's actually something I considered because if, uh, if I had gotten a cornea, um, there was a strong possibility that I would still have, like, an eye. Like to, to see with and uh, uh, well, I, I had completely lost vision, okay. so that was that, that was, was a done gone. deal. Yeah, but sure. it was just to have an eye, which you know, stay kind of normal, mm-hmm. not be a, a weirdo. It was mm-hmm. like it would be aesthetic. Yeah. So I, I made the decision, and um, the minute I made the decision, I started looking up how to get a small camera into a prosthetic. Why? What's the your... minute I? Yeah. It just was such a natural, it's, it's really not an original idea. In fact, mm-hmm. if, if you've ever spoken to somebody who's lost an eye, they will make a joke about it mm-hmm. <clears throat> because it exists. The, the idea is, is quite prevalent. It's, it's, it's the same as if you're going to lose your hand. Somebody go, oh, you should get a hook. Right. Uh, although <laughs> hooks are, are out there, but, but the idea in pop culture and science fiction, you know, bionic man, you guys are a bit younger, but they're going to come out with a $6 billion yeah. man shortly with Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek, uh, Terminator. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's your nickname? Uh, I, we haven't even touched on that. You, you, uh, Iborg. Iborg. That's yeah. so And did you, did you give that, to, did someone call you that or did you give that your, did you start your own nickname? It's one of those, it's like when I played volleyball and I, I called myself the Velvet Fist <laughs> so much that eventually other people started calling me that begrudgingly. <laughs> Velvet I Fist. I totally gave it, you know, it's, you're not really yeah, yeah, supposed yeah. to give no. yourself these names, but, <laughs> but I, I think of it like superheroes, like, you know, like, they have to not name themselves. Superheroes, yeah. actually, half of them give it to themselves mm-hmm. and the other half, they're like, no, Spider bit me. I am yeah. a man, so like, yeah. I'm Spider Man. You know, I can I can respect that because if you want a cool name, if you want to be called something cool, why not why not pick it for yourself rather than have yeah. somebody else make Leave it up, it up to you, right? someone to to say something that yeah. they're making someone, fun of you. Somebody and might sticks. might call you like One Eye Man, and you're yeah. like, that's a that's a shitty name. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd I rather just that. be the Eyeborg, <laughs> and then that just yeah. sticks. One Eye Man, yeah, should yeah. suck. Yeah, that would because it's super lame. You know, it's it's like it's like Eyeborg. You know, so yeah, like, just so <laughs> can, we get, yeah. can we get that one more time? I Borg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it sounds so good it's in these mics. To me, you know? <laughs> it's very pleasing. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something with the R and the G at the end. It just does it. Yeah. So, so what's the what's the what's the like, dude? The, like the whole idea of having a camera in your, in your eye is so fascinating to me. What? How did you go about like sourcing out the method or the pe- like the Resources to yeah, do. Like, how did that start? How, what was the process? Well, it's, it's a similar process to <coughs> to deciding on a documentary idea. You basically just you usually begin on Google, and uh, you do some thinking about it, and have some drinks with people, and have a chat, and you're like, "Well, I was just looking at my Nokia Fido phone I had at the time. I was like, this camera is pretty small. Who supplies these cameras?" Mm. So I called uh, Nokia. And they said, well, we don't actually know. It's, it's a pretty high-level supply of what's called a camera module from China. So i like, oh, camera module. I'll start looking that up now. And uh, sorry, polite Diet Coke burp there. Yeah, it's okay. I just appreciate just it. And, uh, put it right in there. That always happens at meetings. Like you'll yeah. see like, women doing a delight, you know, a, a delicate... Dr. Pepper, like, and they're blouses. 
Anyway, it's a bit of a tangent, but... (laughs) Oh, my God, dude, that voice. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded like someone else was in the room. I was like, (laughs) what happened? Jesus Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, just then you realize that there's all these uh, suppliers... Um, I also immediately had a strategy uh, because I I learned uh, from being a documentary guy how to get press, uh, which is part of why I called myself iBorg, and then I started a blog, iBorg blog. Yeah, it's like building a brand. Yeah, you built a little mission. When did the um, when did the, when did the nickname come in? Like at, at what point through the process were you like oh, I better come up with a fucking cool name to go with? Well, this? Uh, another great place to go to, to get two things: one, press, and two, meet. In my case, people who are involved in the small camera world was it was a conference uh, for people that make uh, small video cameras, and especially for cell phones. It's a very niche conference. Yeah, but it's the exact right place for a guy looking for an eye camera to, to show go. a camera in his eye. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I would glad hand meet people. I also they also had had me do a talk about what my plans were, like what my mission was. And I got some press. Uh, and then I, the, there was a Wired writer there. And uh, I realized that that was going to probably do pretty well in the nerdosphere. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. yeah. I love Wired. I had a scri- yeah. subscription for a while. It's yeah. amazing. And then I, I quickly uh, sort of did a bit more rebranding at my hotel room. I was like, okay, this is going to go somewhere. I should have a catchy name. So I came up with Iborg. And, Just uh, give it to us one more time. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Iborg. We <laughs> <laughs> will never get old. Yeah. Each time it's we're all high fiving, like, dude, dude. It is the you know what that and that voice. It's the perfect like yeah. uh, uh, grindhouse movie title <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. them yeah. saying the title in the in the trailer. Who can help us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Iborg. Yeah. At the top of the episode, so good. Yeah. he's the Iborg. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to do that voice. He's going to do it. I, yeah, I was just doing my best impression. It's not that good, okay? Wait, let's move on. So you, you, you hook up with Wired, and did they, did they write an article on you? Or? They did, yeah. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and I knew that that writer was going to be at that conference. But, okay, uh, okay. But once I started getting traction with it, I realized, oh, okay. Uh, and that was a really good decision on my part because uh, you need engineers. So... By getting that article out into Wired, there was a young fella that uh, was living in San Francisco at the time. He had just gotten laid off from SpaceX. Oh, wow. Oh, sweet. uh, I mean, not him, but... So he was into, like, rocket ships and stuff. Talented uh, young Mm -hmm. engineer. And he was doing nothing at the time. So he saw this article in Wired and just got in touch with me. And it ended up I was going to San Francisco, I forget why, with my dad. And uh, so I met him for dinner. And he ended up uh, coming back to my apartment because I had a, a second bedroom. And we built the first iteration, uh, the prototype in my apartment. He no flew shit. back here. He came back to Yeah, he Toronto just moved with in with me because he wasn't doing anything. So you're just like, yeah, I'll help you make yeah. an eye, an eye, an Iborg's eye. It's a real good example of sizzle before steak, right? You, if you can create the buzz, I'm going to do this, and then you get a little bit of press, which yeah. young engineers always love. That you know? is exactly how this podcast started. We yeah. wrote a fucking blog post before we put this thing out, and it yeah. generated 
a huge amount of buzz, and we were like, yeah. "Oh shit, we got to produce." Unintentionally, yeah, then you got to yeah. do it. We got to oh, do shit. it now. Yeah, yeah. we had back. no foresight in doing yeah, that. Yeah, no. yeah, good. It was, it worked yeah. Out. <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions later. That's right. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lose an eye, whatever. Go yeah. for it. Fucking, yeah. Yeah, put a camera. <laughs> put a camera in it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you guys decide to to move in, start working on this project. Yeah. And what's the first model like? Like what? Like. The first model, you can see it online, actually. We have an example of that on my Vimeo channel. It's pretty rudimentary, but um, what Costa, uh, his name's Costa Grammatis, what he was able to do... He uh, sounds like he works at SpaceX. Yeah. Costa Grammatis. Or, or, or like, makes gyros or I was, something. I was like, we should call you the Greek geek. And he's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, so, but they, whatever. <laughs> so that didn't catch on. No, yeah, but, like, but I Iborg like, like, stuck, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Greek Vimeo, geek did not. What's your Vimeo channel? Iborg? Iborg, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of I, course. I mean, sorry, it's... I bored. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep the branding consistent. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> how many how many prototypes or, or well, versions he, did it take? The the real good move we made was um, getting in touch with a guy who's actually in Toronto and his name's John Polanski. And his company makes um, RF uh, wireless video units mm-hmm. and most of his contracts are actually with uh, the military especially u.s military so you've, if you've ever noticed uh and this happens with my eye as well it's it's an analog wireless rf video signal it's not digital because digital video is a real power pig and there's a lag on it so if you see a drone or that video from the top of a guy's helmet mm. it'll do that mm. that little analog dropout which has become part of the film language for any kind of video feed from the future, including yeah. like Princess Leia, Absolutely. the point of view of Terminator. Yeah. It, like any kind of future, like the drones lifting and then it cuts to the video footage, mm-hmm. it's got the lines and, and the breakout, you know, dropouts of, of analog video. Mm-hmm. And when you see footage of, uh, you know, as far as I know, it's his cameras were on the Marines' helmets that took out uh, Osama bin Laden. Holy He's fuck. a very mysterious Whoa. guy, so yeah. he won't tell me, and he probably won't like I'm saying sure, this, sure, actually. Yeah. But, sure. <laughs> whatever. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he also makes incredibly small um, two-part things where it's there. you need your video camera, but it's also got to go to a, a transmitter, and then it goes through the air, and then you need a receiver. Okay. And that can go very, very long distances on long power, on not very much power. Um, in my case, it's everything so minuscule that um, it, it just became more doable. What's the, what's the, first, the first time that you actually uh, installed this, this camera eye? Like, when, when did, when, what, was the, what was the first time iBorg became the iBorg? Uh, about six, three to six months after Costa moved in. Jesus, um, that's wow, real, that's fast. real fast. Wow. Yeah, because he was just, he was great in that he was, because I had been working with another guy who was a professor and he spent more time wanting to get me to sign uh, patent stuff and sure. go through the university and it's just losing stuff. And so he was just like, I'll move into your house. We built it on the coffee table. He just kept, you know, soldering things and, 
working with we working with John Polanski at RF Links, and we just kept putting bits and bobs together. Also, my ocularist was was the first guy on board. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like, what's the what's the logistics of shoving fucking like mechanical? Yeah, well, there's a guy. There, there's a job called being an ocularist, and what that is is you're like a fake eye doctor, for lack of a better term. And he's also a good painter because he'll. I, I have several prosthetic eyes that are just normal prosthetic eyes. They're, they're really well done. I've yeah. seen a couple of them, and the yeah. the the iris and stuff, like yeah. the painting of it, is absolutely yeah. Is it's the, masterful. Is it's the really eye crazy. is the eye the camera eye? Does that aesthetically look like an eye? Uh, the latest version does. Before we had a very Terminator looking eye. Mm. Oh, that's kind of badass cool, actually. Though. Yeah, and you can see all the gear, kind of like a '90s iMac. Nice, man. And, uh, I guess we should say yeah. you're you're sitting here. You have your eye patch. You don't have the, right. the camera eye no, with it's, you today. It's, it's actually in the in the shop, sure, uh, in <laughs> Edinburgh. Because uh, <laughs> another guy who's who's been instrumental is a guy called Martin Ling, who does all kinds of weird stuff, including creating motion capture software that's associated with Skrillex's jacket. Oh fuck, that's for cool. when he's on that's tour. Like so it's just cool. weirdest <laughs> yeah. shit ever. Oh, like that's very what? <laughs> and he makes drones and uh, and he's an Edinburgh, GPS dog collars and speedometers for bikes and he's just he's just like a, a bionic uh, dicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like uh, if you ever get castrated, he could yeah. give you some new. We, he was actually just with me in a documentary series for Showtime called Darknet. Oh, Sounds cool. I've and heard uh, it, we we kind of uh, he was a bit anxious because we kept making the joke. Because we were looking in Chinatown for eye gear, so the joke became, "I only make eyes." You know, <laughs> so we're like, "Is that racist?" <laughs> <laughs> so we just, oddly, his last name is Ling, but uh, yeah. it's just a British name. He's, right. he's like a huge guy. He's British, and he's got these huge hands. <laughs> but he's able to do all the, the fine uh, soldering work and everything. To Jeremy, do, do your English. Uh, no, Ed would hate me. I got a friend. I got a friend, Ed, from England, and uh, we went to school together. And I would always, I would always like. He, he hates when people try English accents and aren't like yeah. really good at them. Yeah. And uh, we went to theater school, and I never really put a whole lot of work in my accents, but I would always make fun of Ed's. Yeah. And uh, it was just so. Well, let's hear a little. God. Just a little. All right, this is my impression of Ed. Okay. <coughs> Crikey, I'm I'm Ed Ilya. Ah, cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so coming back to to jamming the the gear into your face, like, yeah. what was the logistics of that? You went to your well, ocul- the ocularis. Job one is uh, creating a two part prosthetic. <coughs> now, just to back up a little bit, in the old days, uh, a fake eye would be like a sphere. Mm-hmm. Now it's like a very thick contoured contact like, lens. It's like a bottle cap almost, you know? Yeah, like, it looks it's it's hard to describe, but it, it's almost got like the curved lines of like a cool spaceship. Yeah. Um, but it's not a sphere, it's it's a uh it's very sleek. It's a very sleek, very thick contact lens in a way. Mm-hmm. Because what happens now when they remove your eye, there's two parts to the there's two operations. One is to remove the eye. Then they put in a ball of sea coral. Sea coral. Why do they do that? Well, there's a reason, and that is they let that cook uh, for six months. And by that, I mean that the blood vessels and the muscles grow into the porous material that jives with your eye socket. 
And so then what happens is that ball of sea coral becomes, uh, it's like the, it it's moves like the in stereo with exactly. your remaining yeah. healthy eye. Whoa! So it becomes this like uh, this like ball and and it's like a it's a sock it's like a joint it's like you like you you place yeah. the eye you place the 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 prosthetic on it and yeah. then and then you when you move that part of your body that you know that very small part of your body with the coral there it moves yeah. your eye. Around. It's like your femoral yeah. head and your hip socket. Exactly. Well, what, here exactly. I'll show yeah. you guys what they do is they yeah they, let's uh, see your your they your drill in eye. a peg. And uh, excuse the tears, I'm destined for, to forever weep. <laughs> is that but a part of the... You listening? always weep, yeah. I'd, <coughs> it's better if you say it in an eye. I'm destined to forever weep. <laughs> if filmmaking so doesn't work see out, that you could be in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that pin... It looks like someone just nailed a nail into well, your eye. they drill a wee hole into the sea coral. They drilled a wee hole into you? Yeah. And then they put in what's <laughs> called a motility coupling peg. So that's a peg with sort of like a, a half ball bearing on the end of it. Yeah. Wow. So the back of your so prosthetic... So like snaps in? Yeah, like, you know, those cowboy buttons? Yeah. On a cowboy yeah. shirt? Yeah. 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 So when you put in the eye, tick, tick, then you get motility. And it moves around so that you don't look as weird. Mm. Because if you've ever seen a show called Columbo <laughs> with a guy called Peter Falk, he's I've also a never-ending yeah. story, I think. Yeah. And his eye doesn't go anywhere he's like eh, there's just one more thing and he's always covering his right eye sure. with his cigar right because it just would be completely stationary while your other eye is moving around so you look like a weirdo do you ever get that thing where people don't know which eye to look at and, and do you notice it yeah even with the motility coupling peg you would look like you had a sort of a lazy eye yeah uh, people didn't know that it was a fake eye it, it's that good it looks totally real yeah but it just is a it's not quite Jiving with your other eye. It's I, not, there's not as much. I met a girl who had eye cancer and she lost her eye and she had a prosthetic and I hung out with her for a full week. Got yeah. to know her quite well. And yeah. it wasn't until uh, I think day six yeah. that she was like, oh yeah, my popped her eye. And I was like, holy yeah. fuck, you had a fake eye this entire <laughs> yeah. time? I just thought you were a little bit lazy in that yeah. one eye. And, and for a while I did wear one, um, <laughs> but it just, I just, to be quite honest, I got laid a lot more with an eye patch. It was like yeah. it was a total advantage cruising around town with yeah. an eye patch. It's, it's, it, but there was a transition period where you have to be comfortable and own the eye patch. That's right. Yeah. Because at first, it's like, why is everyone staring at me? And it feels weird and stuff. But once you, it, ideally, you forget you're wearing it. And then people are looking right at you, and you're looking right back at them, and they're like, yeah. You know, <laughs> what, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, yeah. No, not even. It's just like you, you just get into eye contact. And you're like, yeah. oh, hi, you know. And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's sort of uh, dashing and dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's part of my thing now. So what's the, uh, what do you start doing with the footage that you're, or what are you, what are you using it for primarily yeah. when, you're, when you're using your camera eye? Well, it's, it, to be quite honest, it, it's, um, it's not quite, practical enough to shoot uh, a lot of footage in the way that you would use Google Glasses, for mm. example. Yeah, Google Glasses are totally reliable. The battery lasts a long time. Um, you know, there's no, uh, d- depending on if it's like really bright out, I get more um, fluid just because my eyes water because I have light eyes. And yeah, so sure. that's, that'll affect 
the view and stuff. So the so quality of the image is yeah. is pretty uh, hit or miss, or is it quality, pretty constantly poor the, quality? It's well, it's three twenty by two forty, so it's like a late nineties cell phone. Nice, like you know, small cell phone. Image. Yeah, there's so, there's so much. There, I just cannot stop thinking about yeah. Grindhouse film. Uh, did you see? Did you ever watch Hobo with a Shotgun? Jason Eisner's film from from Halifax. No. A fan, oh wait, ho- yeah, yeah Hobo, Hobo with, with a Shotgun with uh, Rooker Howard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 the there's something about yeah. the, you know the Iborg, the name. There's something about even the just you talking about the quality of the video. It just yeah. reminds me of of, uh, of it, Hobo. It has and, its and, own aesthetic. Yeah. Um, up to the point where if the signal is. <laughs> is a little bit shaky. I can whack the side of my head like an old TV. No, and it'll yeah. go like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no way. Yeah, that's so funny. And but, uh, yeah, but you're you're not like, <laughs> you're where's the 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 footage is being sent to a device? Like you're not you're not yeah. processing it into your brain and seeing through that no, eye. No, it's def- and a lot of people ask that question: Is it connected to your brain? And the, the last thing you want to do is is create a binocular. Point of view that's half shitty three three twenty by two forty analog video. (laughs) Yeah, uh, (laughs) would be really jarring. (laughs) But but is is that is this a step right now towards advancing to someday being able to do that? Yeah, you know, I I I don't even think about that too much. I just, I mean, I've really? I, I have because I've been to like umpteen cyborg conferences. Well, yeah, but for my own purposes, it's just like. Like I'm about to go to Edinburgh again to build a, a backup eye, and I actually preferred the old Terminator look. Mm. So I'm going to rebuild from bits and bobs from previous eyes we've made. Rebuild a, a clear one with uh, yeah. You might as well gear own, in it. own yeah, exactly. being a cyborg, right? Yeah. So hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Coming to this idea of cybernetics, uh, are you what, what? What's your stance on 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 that? Like, the, obviously, th- you are now a part of that. You know, whether you want to be or not. Like yeah. you said, like you, you're. Gonna, I'm sure you're having people ask you to come to their cybernetics conference or yeah, you know or whatever. Totally. Is that you? Are you super into that? Is that your bag? Or are you kind of like, man, I don't really fucking care, really. Or do you I, want? Or do you both. see a world that I think exists? Though that um, what, what I've discovered that's really interesting <laughs> is. Um, the, the first eye that we made, even before a camera eye, was we went to Active Surplus, which is where you buy all kinds of weird gear. Please tell me you made a laser eye. Uh, we, we've got the the blueprint for that, but we're going to. It's we got to use mirrors and stuff. We'll talk about that after. But keep keep going but on this story. It, <laughs> what it was is just like let's get a red LED light. Yeah, oh, that's what that was. Put I thought in. that was a laser eye. Yeah, and so the, the, just cutting back a little bit to to get stuff into a prosthetic eye, you've got to make a two-part shell. Mm. So you make the bottom, and then over the top goes the dome. Mm-hmm. So once my ocularist was able to fashion one of those out of a reasonably optically clear plastic, then we're like, well, let's try out just a battery with a red LED light. And we put that in, 
and uh, started shooting some ridiculous footage where I'm wearing like a red tracksuit because like the Bionic Man. Right? I saw this on your website. It was really <laughs> and funny. On that shoot, this is great. Uh, this, you know, the angry cyclist guy, you know, just that guy who's, you know, because we just were in general, that yeah, guy, just in yeah. general, that guy, yeah. right? So we were, <laughs> we were just a little bit on the street. Um, there was no traffic, but this cyclist was like, screw these idiots filming something and plowed through what he considered his lane and totally hit my cameraman who was backing up filming. Yeah, we're not talking about your eye. I was like, is that what you call your eye? (laughs) No. My cameraman and AKA the eye in my face that's recording. And, uh, he heard him and, uh, but then he was screaming at him. Now, I'm an Irishman from Belleville, Ontario, and mm. if he, he's the guy who should have been, a, he could have easily gone around, and he was screaming, F this and F you guys, and I forgot that I had the glowing red light in my eye, and I was like, why don't you just take it fucking easy, man? You hit him and all this stuff, and he whips around ready to start some shit up, but he's like, oh, <laughs> I had a glowing red eye. Yeah, that guy might shoot is, me with that thing. This is your fantasy, like when you're a kid reading comic books, and, and they... <laughs> The guy is being mean to you, and then he's like, your hand is glowing, or your eye is yeah. glowing, or something. Leave and you've that obviously man alone. Got some kind of power. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh my god, who did I mess with? And he was just got real quiet and left. That's <laughs> so <laughs> awesome, yeah, dude. That's hilarious. He was like, like best, fuck that. One of the best moments. So, of my so life, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't uh, a laser eye be more beneficial for you than a than a camera eye? Because I mean, you have. There's there's access to very high quality cameras, even yeah. 4K GoPros and things like that that don't need to be attached to your eye necessarily. So, yeah. c- couldn't you make something more well, useful? I guess ultimately, usefulness doesn't really play that much into what I'm doing. It's it's more um, just fucking around. Yeah, just right. playing. Just playing. <laughs> just playing. Yeah, we're, we're playing. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So I and love that. we I did love that. go through the laser eye. And- <laughs> These are the weird conversations I have. So I'm hanging out with Martin and Costa. And I'm like, so guys, uh, can we build a laser eye? And they're like, ah, it's tricky because there's not enough um, depth depth <laughs> to it. So they said what we could do is put it sideways and fashion a mirror to shoot it out the oh. front of the pupil. And I was like, cool. So I guess like one of the, what am I actually going to use it for? And I was like, oh, let's say I'm doing a talk. Yeah, a I presentation. Can whip off the of eye patch and go as you can see here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then they're like, they're like, oh, but you know what? You should be careful because if you're looking at the audience, you shoot them. You can in shoot the them eye. in the eye with it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> well blind how men. far is it going to go? And they're like, <laughs> to the moon, bro. Yeah. They're like it's going to go pretty far. <laughs> yeah. it's going to go a long way. And it's just, so I don't. Maybe we can make it less powerful. Or so these are the kinds of bullshit <laughs> yeah. conversations you're having. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the we've got the blueprint for it. And uh, I'm actually going to talk to my engineer <laughs> when I go to Edinburgh uh, at the end of May to to. Man, the best it. the best part of this whole thing is that you are like. Like actually a real life like comic book character, yeah, that, right here. Yeah, that, yeah. You, like you're. Yeah. It's my fantasy has come true. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's like the beginnings of of a of a good superhero story. Yeah. Like making making the a government camera yeah. in your bedroom. Yeah, and then the government comes and finds you, and they're like, "Listen, yeah. maybe you could just we need to put web. you on a mission. Maybe you could just shoot yeah. web from your eye." Like, <laughs> as a child, he shot a pile of cow shit. <laughs> That would forever change him. He would become Iborg. 
It's so good. <laughs> uh, I, I am I, just to bring it back to the cybernetics thing. Like I, I'm wondering um, if you feel any any sort of um, obligation or responsibility to. I mean, as silly as this might sound, but like be become an ambassador for. Uh, the future of cybernetics. I mean, like we're sitting here talking to you, yeah, and and you're going, yeah, like you know, I got the side patch and and I get laid all the time, and and I, I <laughs> all the time. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, like, shit, sorry. I still get laid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> She's not impressed with the eye patch. <laughs> you know, you're talking about the eye patch, and you're talking about laser shooting lasers out of your eyes, and and using your, like you know using a camera for your putting you know putting a camera inside your eye. I'm actually going to shoot lasers out of my eyes. Think about that. It's going to happen. But it, it's 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 so it's so fun. This play, right? Yeah. Is there's something very fun about this? And I'm not I'm not rushing to go out and yeah. get, shoot my eye out because yeah. I want to I want to join the, the the team and right. like. However, yeah, that's I don't. There will be a point. I, there, in time. I feel like there's going to be a point in time, right, where mm. where people are going to go where prosthetic arms or legs get so advanced and so cool mm. th- that people are are. I feel like it's, there's going to be a well, time where people are going to go, yeah, lop my fucking arm off. I don't want this this regular human arm. I want that arm that can that can throw a baseball like into fucking orbit. The beginnings of that are already present. I mean, you, you have the, with the whole thing with uh, Oscar Pistorius yeah. and his legs in the Olympics, where they were like, his legs yeah. are better than yours. So like, they're going to have the first cyborg Olympics in Switzerland. Yeah, I heard that. Whoa, actually. What? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I don't have a lot of details. Yeah, I just, the, it's in my as you can imagine, I'm like tapped into like cyborg yeah, as a of keyword, you know. So I I get all this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's basically but, all uh, of the information. Here, here's my take on cyborgs and cybernetics: is that um, I think a T-shirt is cybernetic technology. Yeah, I think you start with a naked human animal, and then you can go to clothing. Then you go to uh, glasses. Then you go to contact lenses. Then you go to pacemakers. Then you go to fillings in your teeth, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Until the it just time marches on, and if it's affordable yeah. and recreatable uh, improvement to human naked animal, then it becomes just standard. Yeah, uh, well, and, and, and where where it's mostly become standardized is is in plastic surgery now, and mm-hmm. that's only to look right. better. It's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with performance. But that is quite standardized now. Well, what's the? Uh, that's a good uh, topic to bring up. What's the cost of making an eye like this? Yeah, do you, like do you have to pay your up up t- uh, your ocularis? Uh, ocularis? Um, well, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, he he is uh, he's covered by the government to make my normal prosthetic eye, but it's it's on his own time that he does. These fun uh, little side yeah, projects, or yeah. let's or let's just say that nothing's covered. Everyone has to get paid. What would be a ballpark figure for that? I'm gonna say like three hundred grand. Totally fuck or more. Well, but, yeah. But I've I've had like every time I call a company. So I would call a battery company, and there's a board engineer sitting at his desk in San Francisco. You think that guy doesn't want to get a call from a guy? Just cold calling him saying, yeah, can you help me build a camera eye? Totally. It Ask just, you shall receive. It just, uh, especially for the kinds of guys who become engineers, it's something that gives them uh, joy. Mm-hmm. And then it, my payment in a way is uh, press. 
Right. So the the engineering team I assembled, we have uh, Time Magazine gave us a best invention of the year, uh, one of the fifty, not the best. Yeah. Still, and, uh, yeah, it's still amazing. But that's that is literally <laughs> translated into uh, cash. Yeah. For, for my engineers because it's it's a feather in their cap if you're a young engineer and and it's helped them pick up other contracts and so on and so forth. Totally. You you've also done some work in the video game industry, right? Uh, yeah, that was an interesting. Uh, I started getting all these different PR companies call me from London, and I was like, "What is up?" And they're like, "Yeah, we we're associated uh, with this video game, and uh, they're looking for like a spokesbork." <laughs> because this, yeah. well, they didn't say that. I was like, oh, so you want a spokesport? Uh, I love how you say it, and then yeah. then you cop to you cop to that it's not. <laughs> it's not a real you word. Made it, you I made it <laughs> once again. Yeah. So the 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 thing was, uh, you always want to talk to somebody who's doesn't have any skin in the game. So I somehow figured out a guy just quit from one of the PR agencies, and I got him on the phone. He's like, oh yeah, well. Uh, the guy, the marketing director of this video game called Deus Ex, that's about the cybernetic future Ooh, in 2027. Yeah, yeah, you do. And it's the plot. Is, it's actually a really well-written game, and it's about what will happen to the world when a cybernetic arm is better than a human arm. Mm-hmm. And the marketing director really, you know, was into Iborg, and uh, so I just called him up directly. And uh, I said, look, instead of me going on chat shows talking about the video game, why don't you let me do a short film about the current state of the cybernetics that are augmented in your fictional video game world? Mm -hmm. And so it's a pretty survey kind of little film. It's like, here's what the character has in the movie or in the video game, and here's what we have now. Arms, legs, eyes, so on and so forth. Cool. Is, there, is that to, uh, watchable? Yeah. Is, there, is there a way to find yeah, it? Yeah, uh, it's on my website uh, sitting there. It's a YouTube clip. It's iborgproject.tv. Cool. Uh, it's also on the Deus Ex channel. Was that fun working with them? Was it? Well, I barely, they barely communicated with me. They, they just kind of gave they you free They were really rain. good because uh, I did a really good uh, mini documentary pitch because I, I know how to do that. And mm-hmm. it was very clear what I was going to do. <laughs> and... Uh, they kind of just let me go bananas. And I had to shoot it and edit it within uh, a, a month and change. So Jesus. I went crazy on it. And, That's crazy. Uh, yeah. And I just I went around the world um, and met cyborgs and how does your stuff work. Uh, and, and this is how I use my camera eye. I would cut to sort of appropriate moments of me filming their tech with my uh, bionic eye. That's so cool. What kind of other what kind of other people are you meeting? What are they dealing with? Um, one really interesting guy, um, <clears throat> uh, Mika Terho, in Finland. He lost his sight. He's blind. But what they uh, uh, came up with was putting a chip on his retina that would be similar to a chip uh, in some ways that you have in a video camera, and the light would be received uh, on that chip and it would be uh, broadcast in the back of the chip onto his retina. Because his retina still worked in some ways, but the, the rest of the gear, so to speak, of the 
It's like the lens and the circuit board were fucked, but the chip still, the, the retina still worked, like the, uh, the camera processing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he would, he would uh, be able to make out very rudimentary shapes. Crazy. Um, Whoa. Yeah. That's super cool. And that, that is, that is uh, advancing rapidly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's all that, that cool stuff. Like I've been seeing pop up on YouTube for the last like year or so, people hearing for the first time. Like, yeah. Like going from I've been deaf my entire life, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, I can hear the world. Um, this, oh, yeah. That, and so that, there, there was that, that chess piece. Uh, it was like basically like shoulder pads, but attached were oh. like two robotic arms, and you and like it, I think it was attached to his spinal cord in some yeah. way, and like base, his thought process moved the like an exoskeleton. Arms. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. There's a guy he had no arms, uh, like no arms up at the shoulder, at both shoulders, and there was like a chest plate that went like over his chest and attached on and like clamped around his ribs. And on his back, and then there was like a piece, like a chip, like dude, exactly like what's uh, uh, what's the villain in this in the uh, Spider Man? Doctor Octopus. Doctor yeah. Octopus, yeah. And, he, and like the chip goes into his spinal cord, and he controls it's like it the that exact way. Same thing. And, he, and it was the exact same thing. Do you think you would, uh, Rob? Do you think you would, uh, if we lived in a time where, uh, like Deus Ex, where where these prosthetics were were. Uh, available to us, and you had the funds. Would you be someone who would be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a super arm, a bionic arm"? Um, probably not, but I mean, I I would be more inclined to take a harder look at it than most people, mm. right? Just because of my exposure to the idea in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, how has how has this all? I mean, obviously, this now plays a huge role in your life. But how has this helped you to to deal with mentally the 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 fact that you lost your eye? Well, um, you asked me earlier if I feel some sort of uh, responsibility or something to like my cyborg uh, (laughs) colleagues. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) like first and foremost, like um, I just think it's it's having so much fun with mm. a part of your body that's missing. It's really a space to play with that it's, it's not that, Oh, how inspiring. And you know, that they, <laughs> that they do that and stuff. It's, it's bonafide just fucking cool. Good to yeah. Have. Yeah, yeah, like just a good not, old time. There's no need, you know, it's like, Holy shit, this is actually really cool. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I mean, um, you know, the, I get emails from moms whose uh, kids just lost an eye and they look at my video and they feel a lot better about it because they're mm. like, oh my God, this is cool. This is good. This is actually not bad. It's, it's in fact the opposite. It's, it's really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're having a, why not, why not fill that space with something that's super creative and fun and I mean, because yeah. like, you know, what we, what, what this podcast is kind of, what our, what our, you know, the goal that we actually kind of stumbled upon was mm. finding light in a, in a dark situation. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, people losing their eye for whatever reason is obviously, like you said, even, even after being legally blind for years and years, mm. just, the, just the detachment of losing that eye permanent, officially is, you know, there's, there's some emotion attached to that. Yeah. So finding and being able to create or be creative in that space 
is fucking mm-hmm. like you said, bonafide fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It really we is. we talk about it all the time with physical illness and uh, you know even mental illness is just like finding ways to finding the humor in it or finding you know finding ways to use it to your advantage, which. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot to be said about that. I have a question about the um, so it kind of a are you ever like just putting your, that the the camera in and going walking down the street and taking footage? Occasionally, um, it's it's funny though. I I don't tend to activate iBorg <laughs> <laughs> unless I'm actually uh, filming something. I mean, I've done weird things like I did a. I hosted comedy night at Not My Dog in Parkdale. Um, and, oh no, I hosted a music night, but in between I did cyborg comedy with mm. the eye <laughs> nice. camera hooked up. Nice. Which is like, how random is that? Like yeah, some yeah. people came in and they're like, what? Is Can, you broadcast? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you broadcast? Can you broadcast? Now I can because we've, we've, the, <laughs> the eye signal has always been a little bit um, what's it's technically called unstable. So to get a good feed into, uh, like once it's left the eye, it's transmitted through the air as an RF signal, then you get it in a receiver. But the video out from the receiver has to be strong enough to keep the signal going to yeah. record. Mm-hmm. Or to, but, it, but essentially it's just a video source once you've got it in the receiver. How the fuck do you turn it on? Like how do you That's turn? That's a the- good question, and uh, it's there's a very elegant uh, solution, which is something called a reed switch. And a reed switch is is an on-off switch that's activated by a magnet. Oh, cool! So I just put a uh, kind of a strong magnet tick on like the right eye, right up to your eye. Yep, and then blink, on. it's it's on. Yeah, Whoa. or you can turn it off. Super so uh, there must be like. Have you ever gotten flack about privacy issues? And oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna that's say the, that's the B part to my well, to yeah. Walking to Loblaws well, and turning and going yeah. click, turning it on, and then someone. No, you know. I've I've gotten like a lot of like uh, angry emails, um, yeah. like including a guy from the states said he was gonna shoot me and stuff. And Holy like, fuck! Really? And there's a lot of people. Oh, that um, guy's gotta relax. There's a lot of kind of like you know that what's the frequency, Kenneth? Um, Notion out there. No, what's that? Sometimes right. people who are mentally ill feel like they're receiving frequencies. Okay, sure. So it's sort of like a go-to for some people to think that the signal from my eye and them have some sort of strange relationship. Oh, that's oh, weird. It's like really that's weird stuff. Weird. I'm like, ah, no, that's not, you know, that's <laughs> not the case. Not yeah, happening. That's not happening. <laughs> um, but uh, so, what do you say to those people? Like the people who are like, there's what I keep it a pretty short issue. and friendly and sweet. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, it's just it's just a wireless video camera. It's it's less complex than you think. I mean, in the age of fucking people videoing, taking video footage of anything and everything at all times mm-hmm. with yeah. with their phones, like, what's the fuck? I guess there's there's, there's, there's no two parts to why it, there's there's always two reactions. Like, oh, that's really cool. Pause. That's really creepy. Yeah. And the reason why it is creepy is because, uh, first of all, of any part of your body, the part that's supposed to be you, like let's say you're in love with somebody. Right. What's, is it like, the oh, it's your hand, that's you. No, <laughs> it's their eyes. When you look in their eyes, they're like, like that that's tells you, story. I love you, you, you. You is the eye. It's mm. even the pupil. Mm-hmm. You zero in on the pupil and there's something magical about 
fixing uh, eye contact with another person. Yeah. Stop, stop staring at me like that. I know, now it's that. getting weird. <laughs> you, God, your eyes are just sparkling. I'm going to check under the table for boners. <laughs> oh my God, don't look at me. <laughs> Thank God you don't have your camera eye in. <laughs> I just tried to stand up. <laughs> Can you please do the math problem on the board? Uh, so... So instead of the window to the soul, especially the realistic eye, that now becomes the window to uh, like YouTube or something or Periscope right, or whatever. Because right, yeah. the video feed can go into whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, that feels like a bit of a betrayal. Mm. And, you know, the whole Google Glass thing had to shut down and that people even knew that that was on and they felt betrayed. They're like, they called them glass holes. Mm. <laughs> and uh, that was a huge deal and they yeah. had to shut her down. Yeah. Um, is that what happened with Google Glasses? I don't have any info on Google big Glasses. Big backlash. Yeah, yeah, it was a big. There was a yeah. lot of people upset about it. Because really, I mean, if you, you know, 1984 and George Orwell and Big Brother and cameras from above. Yeah. That was for a long time what people thought would be invading our privacy. Mm-hmm. But really, it's you got to be careful that your pal isn't filming you mm-hmm. uh, four pints in. Yeah. Well, right I mean, that, pub, that's that, when you're going to. That's why in people. Yeah. There's a lot of people who fucking hate Periscope because of that. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, Periscope I, I, gets a ton of flack. Mm-hmm. I just hate it. Period. Yeah, shit. It's <laughs> you're just not a fan. I actually uh, don't mind it. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. But, yeah. I know Brian loves it. It's that live streaming but thing. It, it that's begs like the question you know. that at some point, um, it's it, it's quite conceivable that there'll be everybody will have their own video feed mm-hmm. or the option. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there's a very cool uh, fictional um, piece on a series out of Britain called Dark Mirror. Fucking love that series. So it, good. I, I think honestly, yeah. I think it may be one of the best things on yeah. television. Yeah. It is so good that oh, we could talk about it forever. I love it. There's I know. there's one out of the the seven now, I guess, that I I couldn't get behind. Yeah. It was the ultra ultra futuristic one where they're like on the treadmills or whatever. Yeah, I that, know exactly. It was, I was just yeah, a, little was a little too bit too, too uh, far out for me, but but the eye one where one, you have oh. constant video feed all the time, that's so good. Conceivable. Um, even yeah. because they're, they're decoding the language that, because your eye is just a camera in a way that gathers a bunch of data which is sent to your brain. And they're starting to decode that language now. So, for example, there's a woman doing some research on site restoration. Her name's Sheila Nirenberg. And she did this experiment where she shows, she hooks up a gajillion sensors to somebody's brain, shows them all a picture of a baby's smiling face, really basic, over and over and over again, compiles all the data, then tries to reverse that data for people who have never seen the picture, hook them up with tons of sensors and and close their eyes. What do you see? I see a smiling baby's face. Whoa. So this is the step one in... uh, because you can see great when you fall asleep and dream. In fact, yeah. you can see better. Right. So it's really just uh, taking visual data that the brain can understand. Wow. And you don't really need eyes to do that. So your brain's just reading the information that it's being input to yeah. it and you're, you're perceiving it as sight. Yeah. Well, because that's what's happening when you're dreaming. You're getting data, but it's just being generated from a different part of your brain and going to your visual cortex. <laughs> that's super fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's super fascinating. This is, uh, 
Oh, man, this was a super fucking fun conversation, super interesting conversation. Before we wrap it up, is there anything that, that we didn't touch on that you'd love to, love to hit? Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, now what I'm going to do, I think, is come up with other toys for people missing parts of their bodies. Mm. And it doesn't have to be practical. Mm-hmm. Like an, an eye laser is not, nobody needs an eye laser. <laughs> no one needs that, yeah, of course. Oh, nobody needs maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I want one. Yeah, and why so not? This is my new mission when I'm not doing my normal video content job mm-hmm. is, is to get together with, with engineers who, and people have fun doing this and, and make cool shit for mm. people missing parts of their bodies. Sweet. Not I cannot fucking wait to see what, uh, uh, yeah, what's in too. store. Uh, well, the one, really cool. the, one of the first ones I want to do is, you guys know um, Planet Terror, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Directly, yeah, yeah, yeah. The double bill with Tarantino. Well, that's where Hobo with a Shotgun. That's uh, it, that was a, a fictional trailer in that movie. It, that's it right. won a competition, so Jason's right. film got played at the yeah. as one of the trailers for the yeah. double bill of. Now you know yeah. the character Cherry Darling mm-hmm. with the uh, and with she the lost gun a leg. leg and turned it attached a machine gun to one of her legs and took yeah. out a lot of. Uh, zombies. I've been trying to convince our friend Brandon, who lost his leg to uh, cancer, to just get that uh, that leg. I was like, Brandon, just get the. Uh, you see, get, it's not that it's it's an idea get that's the out there, but I'm just able to do it. Yeah. So, uh, so, so you're telling us that Brandon can get in touch with you and get a machine? Sure. Yeah, we'll put you guys in touch. <laughs> yeah, as long as he's okay with a miniskirt. <laughs> He'd do uh, it. I think he's yeah, comfortable sure. with that. You know, I I had in my mind's eye just to get a uh, a woman to do it, but who cares? You know. <laughs> so it's but the idea is like, and you make it doable, so it doesn't have to be a real machine gun that could end badly. Yeah, yeah. But get a paintball gun. Yeah. Get the manufacturer of a paintball gun company involved. Get my uh, engineers involved, mm-hmm. and uh, also a, a prosthetist. That's somebody who who makes prosthetic legs. Uh, uh, I thought you were I went another direction on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I thought you were still so on the woman this idea. This is a team. <laughs> this is a doable thing. And because I'm a filmmaker, you do some character. You do this. You do that. And then at the end, slow mo, rock music. Mm-hmm. And she, or he, takes out umpteen guys with a the the best paintball gun leg that anybody on planet Earth can possibly mm. make. Sweet. And the guys Robert look Rodriguez. like Walking Dead zombies that, yeah. are, that are getting shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'll get shot that. by yeah, it absolutely. if you ever need somebody to get yeah. shot. As and an the extra. more slow mo, the better. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I feel like <laughs> the slow mo guys on YouTube would be get, get behind that for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, we should do like a we should do like a, a biannual checkup with you to find out what yeah, cool projects yeah, you're working yeah. on. That would actually be yeah. super yeah. fucking cool yeah. for sure. Uh, cool. Well, thank you so much, Rob, for for joining us today. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, and we're gonna ask you again. Please do us that huge favor. It means a lot. If you go over to iTunes, you rate, uh, subscribe, and and review the podcast, it really makes a big difference. Uh, check out our stuff on on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we'll put links up to to all of uh, all of Rob's stuff. It's he's up to some really cool shit. Uh, and that's it for today. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Iborg. <laughs> and this is sick, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. <laughs>
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.